You're locked into the Despirito Team Real Estate Show with host and top realtor Emilio Despirito on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. We're talking with industry leaders about real estate trends, money making tips, and advice on buying and selling the American dream. Now, here's Emilio Despirito. Hey, good morning. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is your show all about real estate. We've got on some great guests today. We're going to be talking about how to buy, sell, leverage the American dream, get the most out of your real estate. There's a lot going on in the real estate market right now. People are concerned about, is it going to continue going, continue rolling? We're going to talk about that more a little bit later on in the show. Right now, we've got on John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance, and uh, we're going to be talking about the insurance moratoriums. What are they? How do they impact homeowners? How do they impact home buyers? Great topic, John. Thanks for coming back with us. Absolutely. As always, thanks for having me, Emilio. Great show. Looking forward to it. And um, yep, we've got a topic that has come up a couple times this summer and um, things that maybe not everybody knows about, but possibly some listeners, probably a lot of the real estate community has encountered this in one way or another over the last couple of months, and that is insurance moratoriums. And simply put, an insurance moratorium is when insurance companies simply decide that they are going to put a temporary hold on issuing new insurance policies, increasing your coverage on a policy that is already in place, and or uh, not letting you make changes to your deductible, let's say, you know, lowering your deductible, anything to either get a new policy or improve your coverage in some way, Mm -hmm. the company is going to put a temporary hold on that. And typically when they're doing that, it's because of in our area, a impending storm. They know that there is going to be a hurricane or tropical storm or some other sort of, uh, you know, major weather event that's going to be hitting our neck of the woods. And they are very confident that we're going to be getting some severe weather. And because of that, they're going to try and minimize the chance of them having additional claims payouts by not allowing their agents, not allowing clients to purchase new policies or increase coverage during that time. And it is something that I understand the business aspect of it. The insurance company is really just trying to look out for themselves in a way that, you know, is uh, smart from a business decision, Mm -hmm. but it also creates a lot of potential headaches, especially when we're talking about the real estate market. Right. Yeah. Let's say we've got Tropical Storm Ida or uh, Henry coming into our area. It's hurricanes going to be hitting the shores sometime over the weekend. And Friday morning, I get a call from somebody who is purchasing a home on Monday and they need an insurance policy for that. I'm unfortunately unable to, to do that. Or if I am, it's with very limited options because maybe nine out of the 10 companies that would normally insure their home are saying, nope, can't issue any new policies right now. And because of that, that could either delay their closing, or it could mean that they are, maybe they're already scheduled to close. They can't back out of this. They're going to be going uninsured for a short period of time. It's, it can be truly a, a, you know, 
nightmare situation for somebody who's in need of some sort of coverage last minute. Um, it, it's a problem that we deal with, but it's something to be aware of. And I think the only solution is to be prepared. John, so I'm I'm thinking like obviously this has happened recently with Ida and and Henry and Henry Henry whatever, tomato tomato, and y- you know what has happened? I mean, how like the banks are going to require these buyers, especially if there's a mortgage, if it's a mortgage backed purchase, they're going to require that the buyers have home insurance. What happens? I mean, do, do the closings just get pushed back until after the storm? Yeah, I mean, realistically, if if that's the case, then it, it is getting pushed back. You know, they're they're not getting coverage um, during that time, so the closing is going to have to get pushed back. And that's just you know, as an agency, we pride ourselves on being the insurance agency that doesn't do that, that doesn't yeah. hold up closings, that doesn't you know, that's that's our whole thing. We're the yeah. agency that helps you your buyer get to the closing table without any hiccups and doesn't let insurance become a problem the most, frustra- else. Yeah. the most frustrating thing for us is when this happens because it's completely out of our hands and so, so i do have to be that person that says i can't do anything for you today but let's check back tuesday guy. Yep. So LaPointe Insurance, I mean, you, you guys are, you guys are insurance brokerage, uh, your insurance brokerage. So you, you're able to source the best policy, the best pricing, but I guess the good thing is, is that you have probably dozens of carriers you can probably source from. And, you know, if anybody can make it happen, it's you, but if you can't, what happens, let me throw a curveball at you. What happens if somebody you know, has a deadline for the mortgage. Like if they, they now, if they don't close on a certain time, they get to pay points. I mean, obviously there's nothing you can do there, but have you run into that situation and what has happened? What was the solution? Did the mortgage company, how did they work with the buyers in there? What happened? Yeah, absolutely. Well, luckily for us, we haven't come into that situation. Um, The situations that I had where I wasn't able to do anything were people who are cash buyers or um, somebody who is, yeah, do it, maybe already owned a property and then, you know, figured, oh, now I need insurance because I know this is happening. Well, you know, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do there. And, and to a certain extent, I don't have a ton of sympathy for people who don't plan ahead. Yeah. But, yeah. but I also realize that there's times when circumstances come up and I do feel really badly when, when that happens. Um, I would imagine that in an event like this, there would have to be considerations made by the bank, uh, by the folks on the seller side of that transaction to understand that it it is completely out of their hands at that point. They're they're not in a position to be able to purchase a new insurance policy. And because of a major weather event, this closing is gonna have to be delayed. And um, hopefully, you know, some, savvy partners on the other end, maybe, you know, on the attorney side, on the uh, lender side would, would be able to advocate on behalf of their client and make sure that they weren't negatively impacted just because we're dealing with a, you know, a act of God here. That's, that's making it so that they, they cannot purchase an insurance policy that's required for their deadline. So let me, let me, let me get this straight. Let me give the, uh, let me give the uh, listeners an example, John. So let's just say a storm is coming. The day before the storm, John's phone starts blowing up with people saying, hey, I need boaters insurance. You, can, you will not. No insurance company is going to cover those people because 
that's it's just it's stupid that's just that would be such a stupid business play i wouldn't even want my insurance company to cover that because they're going to go belly up if that's the type of risk that they take they're supposed to be risk adverse it is what it is it's the name of the game guys but when you need insurance and when it comes in it's super helpful they can't <laughs> they can't be in business if they're paying for all these last minute people whose boats are probably going to get destroyed, whose homes are probably going to get destroyed. And, and again, that's the whole thing. That's the reason to have insurance, you know, so you're prepared for those times. It's yeah, it's true. And I just keep going back to it as like the main point, whenever we discuss these moratoriums and how frustrating it can be is just how important it is to think about these things ahead of time. You know, um, we, again, we, we pride ourselves and we are always the, the first to step in and kind of fix an insurance problem last minute when it arises, um, coming in with a, an insurance quote or a binder and doing that last minute when there's, it's the last thing that's needed by a client to be able to get their loan approved or to be able to purchase this home and, and make it work. Uh, but if these outside circumstances are preventing us from doing that, it, there, there's nothing we can do. So it's super important to make sure that, you know, if you're buying a home, if you're taking out a mortgage, if you're really doing anything that's going to require you to purchase insurance, to know that ahead of time and plan for it so that weeks before you're in need of your insurance policy, you have that done. Because if somebody reached out to me a month before we even know about this tropical storm happening, I would have already bound the policy. I would have already gotten a signed application. It would have already been done. But the day before, it's too late. And yeah. so, you know, proper planning, it's going to help big time. Yep. Makes a lot of sense, John. Yeah, Appreciate it's, it. It's a... Absolutely. It's really just one of those, you know, situations that we have no control over. We can't control the weather, but hmm. you know, you're, you're in that position and you, you know, things happen. You're going to want to make sure that you're prepared ahead of time. And, you know, flood insurance policies, flood insurance companies are already kind of in tune to this sort of thing. Unless you're doing some sort of loan transaction, there's usually a waiting period required to purchase flood insurance just about every company. If you buy flood insurance through FEMA, if it's not a loan transaction, there's a 30 day waiting period. Mm -hmm. And they do this because they don't want people rushing to buy flood insurance only when there's a hurricane coming, you know, um, they, they want, if you want flood insurance and, you know, buy flood insurance when there's not a hurricane coming, when you know, the risks are out there, you know, there's a chance that we're going to have a, a rainy day, quite literally, you know, and you might need that policy. But if you wait till the day before the rainy day, you might not have that ability. Yep. Absolutely. Good stuff. And you can go ahead and ask John any questions either on our off-air number 401-217-2333, or you can go to lapointins.com. Again, lapointins.com. Check them out there. John and his team write more insurance policies for new homes sold here in Rhode Island and existing homes sold, obviously, condos, multifamilies, single family homes, than any other insurance carrier that we've come across. They know the business, they get it done. I can't recommend them any higher than that. They're the best of the best. Good stuff, John. Thanks for being here with us. Thanks, Emilio. Pleasure as always. You're welcome. Hey, stay tuned. We'd like to thank you for tuning in to the Desperado Team Real Estate Show powered by LaPointe Insurance. We're going to be back in a few moments.
right here on News Radio 920, 104.7 FM. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Hey, thanks for tuning in today. I'm Emilio Despirito, and this is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show, powered by Movement Mortgage and Matt Bates, one of the top loan originators here in the Rhode Islands, Massachusetts markets. And uh, we've got a great topic for you today. Of course, we're talking about real estate, the ins and outs of it all. So thank you so much for being here with us. Make sure you like our Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Despirito team to check out exclusive content from this show. Matt, welcome to the show. Yeah, I'm glad to be back here. Uh, we got, uh, we're got coming into the fall season here. And uh, uh, it's uh, I think uh, based off prior prior years, it's going to start to turn up uh, Turn up a little bit of vacation. Kids going back to school, and uh, you know, summer vacations are coming or coming to an end. Uh, people finishing up after uh, the holiday weekend and stuff, getting getting ready to get into uh, you know maybe some new homes and stuff. So uh, I like to uh, I like to st- uh, go over this week about some t- uh, some tips that I go over with everybody that. Um, I take applications with, and uh, one thing that um, I actually included in all of my emails is uh, it, it's uh, I put it in capital letters at the bottom of the of the of the email, and it says don't pull your credit with anybody after you are going through the mortgage process. Yeah, and it's a very important thing. Um, don't do that for everybody that's listening. Examples: um, furniture, cars. Yeah. Um, so, so to be, to be clear, um, you are allowed to be what they call an, you're, you're encouraged to be what they call an informed consumer, meaning that in, you want to know, you want to be a consumer that knows all of your options when it comes to mortgage financing, um, customer service level, interest rate, closing costs, loan programs, um, different options, hard money, commercial money, uh, uh, residential mortgages. So when you're in the home buying process and you're uh, speaking with your real estate agent, they can help you really zone in on what type of lending um, yep. and who's going to be a great uh, bank and uh, options because uh, that's, you know, they, they real estate agents work um, with banks all the time. So depending on the situation, depending on what the goal is, your agent can help introduce you to different uh, loan officers and stuff. Um, and so it's, I would heed that advice, but also um, in addition to that, don't go pull your credit with 20 people because you're, then your information is out there with 20 different banks. And it's really hard to keep track of who's got what and what happens, you know, after you pull your credit. So just take the, you know, maybe take some personal referrals, maybe some of you've done business with before to heed the advice from your real estate agent. But then once you're into the process, I'm looking at a snapshot of your credit profile when I pull your credit for a pre-approval letter. Um, if that alters or changes after I pull your credit to do the pre-approval letter, it could change how qualified you are and what that pre-approval letter means. Wow. So if, if you're prioritizing your, what your goals are, if it's to buy a new car, then don't go through the mortgage process until you've 
achieve that goal. Mm-hmm. If it's to buy a house, don't go buy a new car unless you need one. And if you need one, you have to communicate that with whoever you decide to do business with for your mortgages, because that new payment could adversely affect on whether you qualify for that dollar amount or not. Um, I tell people don't change or alter or add any more credit or debt to your profile until after someone hands you the keys at the closing and you can move into the house. Then you can do whatever you want because the mortgage process is over. But until that, it's really important for you not to do that. And we get notified as a mortgage company that says whether or not somebody's acquired new debt. And there, there's been a company that's pulled a, your credit report recently. So because we get we got opportunity to, um, we, we have that monitoring system set up. Uh, you know, it could, some people go and they, they buy new furniture and Cardi's is a really popular one, but they'll do 0% interest for two or three or four years or something like that. And they'll run a deal. So people will go buy the furniture for the new house thinking that they're going to close. They yeah. open up their their a 0% credit card and they're like, oh, wait, well, it's 0%. It's not that bad. Well, we still have to include whatever that monthly payment is to your debt to income ratio to see if you still qualify for the mortgage. So they'll halt the whole process and shut it all down in order to properly go through that verification. And it could really derail your whole whole loan. So... <laughs> You know, Matt, so a lot of people I think are probably thinking like, oh, I'm going to order the furniture ahead of time. So it'll be ready by the time we move into the house because things are so backed up. So they're going and they're getting this 0% financing and they don't think it's going to hurt anything and it derails everything. Derails everything is exactly what happens. Um, And it's, it's a, it's a very important thing that I just try to stress. It's happened uh, too many times to me where now I include it in my signature when I write an email, Um, I'll I'll read it to you because it's, uh, it's really, it's really important here. During the loan process, it's important not to make any changes that would adversely affect your income assets, liabilities or credit rating this does not mean you cannot maintain your current lifestyle we just recommend make no major changes for example please do not open new credit accounts close existing accounts and make major purchases such as car furniture for the new house or co-sign on another's debt that's another thing is that sometimes parents co-sign for uh child uh, a child's loan and the 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 son or daughter will say that they're going to make the payments. So the parents are like, no big deal, because they said they were going to make the payments, but I still have to hold you responsible for that payment. And the in the in the in the um in the event that they can't um the kids can't make the payment on it, you have to be able to float your payment and your mortgage and all of that. So um don't pull your credit. Uh, a lot of hard inquiries can damage the credit report. I mean we're, we're putting people into homes to help help get their, uh, you know, boost their financial profile. We don't want to have them make some mistakes to help negatively, uh, to negatively affect their profile. So these are the things that uh, I kind of go over with everybody. Um, you'd be surprised if you think it's a lot of people would know these things, but um, you can't assume that. And it'd be a really tough thing to see someone lose a house because of something silly like that. Oh, God, yeah. Matt, Matt when somebody, like, when they pull a credit, Right. What like what kind of ding is that when the when there's a hard pull? Is it 10 points? Is it 20 points? How long does it last? Um, Well, it's it's a a credit score is a is a is a it's a 
almost like a li- living, breathing thing. Like it goes up and down, like uh, interest rates in the stock market, it goes up and down. So it could go, like, excuse me, it could go down uh, 10 points, but then the next month, if you don't open anything, it could go back up 15 points. Um, if you're, if you, if you buy, see what I pulled my credit to do um, most recently to do buy a new house. I saw that the points, the, there was no impact on my, credit score from the hard inquiry but then there was uh i think it was like a five or seven point drop when the new mortgage got added to the credit report after closing so it's just another round of debt and it'll go down but then you start making payments and it'll go back up so um you can't you can't just always keep the score at a certain place all the time it goes up and it goes down it's meant to do that i mean um you know, and a, a lot of times people will see say have like an eight ten FICO score for their middle score. They'll do a mortgage and they'll see it drop to a seven ninety. Oh, that's twenty points. Seven ninety is still a plus plus in a category for interest rates. So you're not doing it's not doing bad enough damage for you to get negatively impacted by any sort of reason for it. It's more or less when you pull it when you pull a credit card and an auto loan and a mortgage and uh furniture all at the same time it's like okay you went from having none of those things to all of them at one time you know it's very it's very tough to say that you're going to be able to keep track of it all so that's when you'll start to see it go down 30 40 50 points and it'll start to you know dramatically go down so you know one thing at a time prioritize your goals if it's a car let's handle get a car get a car if it's a house let's get the house if it's a you know, furniture, we're going to have to, you're going to have to, you have to wait until, uh, if you're going to finance it, you got to wait until after you're ready to be done on it. Um, there are certain circumstances where uh, emergencies happen. Like um, I had to open up this, you know, I, I had to, but my car, so I have to, I have to go get a new car. <laughs> when the, when, when the, when the car, it's time to get a, a new one. Um, you have to go buy a car. It's a, your, your options are like are limited. You have to go figure that out. So when that happens, just run it by me to make sure that the new payment isn't going to derail what's going on and you're still pre-approved. And I can, if I know about it, I can help figure it out it's when mm-hmm. nobody tells me and then i find out in the 11th hour when we're supposed to be getting ready to close that's when it's like well no matter what whether you're good or not i still have to go through this process to to get to get the loan approved so um don't put us through that it's stressful for everybody including the the consumer and uh and yeah that was that was my uh that was my weekly tip for the day uh and uh yeah, other than that, I hope everybody's having a good real estate process. <laughs> good stuff, Matt. Yeah, I hope so too. And you want to make sure that your real estate process is as smooth as possible. And there are hundreds of steps in the in the process of buying, especially if you're buying and selling at the same time. And you're going to want to make sure you got the right people behind you that know the ins and outs, all the intricacies, and also that know all of the players. Because when you're working with a bank that has rapport with all the local players, and they know, hey, you know what? Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage gets deals closed and he does it ethically, professionally, and on time. Same thing with LaPointe Insurance, the same thing with Tapuzas and Associates, Delana Law, Pelletier, Marshall, and Clark, all these companies that we work with, we do it for a simple reason because they advise our clients the best, they get it done correctly, and they're always there for our clients. So Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, 
Check them out, rimortgageguy.com. Again, rimortgageguy.com. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Movement Mortgage. We'll be back in a few minutes here on News Radio 920, 1047 FM, and streaming on iHeartRadio, WHJJ. This segment is brought to you by Matt Bates for Movement Mortgage, NMLS number 844154. Movement Mortgage supports equal housing opportunity, NMLS number 39179, nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. Good morning. Welcome back to the show. Well, it could be the evening because this is also a podcast too, which means you can listen at any time. You go to the iHeartRadio app or go to SoundCloud and go to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show. Make sure to subscribe and uh, and you can listen to the show all about real estate anytime you like. Um, so good stuff. We've got Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage here. Matt, welcome back to the show, my friend. Yeah, well, it's uh, glad to be here. Uh, I think um, thinking I, I need to I need to listen here to get some uh, market updates. I haven't uh, I haven't heard one from uh, from you in a while. So what's going on out there? Thanks, bro. So I mean, one of the one of the good benefits about being a real estate agent with my feet on the ground is that I can tell you guys firsthand what's happening. Now, this is the stuff that no one wants to ever believe, right? So if you are selling a property right now, okay, this is not going to be the best news for you. But if you are selling and buying, this is going to be some pretty damn good news for you. And if you're buying, this is going to be fantastic news for you. Okay. So let me explain what's happening. And we've been predicting this for a long time. When COVID started, when it hit, Matt, people were pulling out of the market left and right for sellers are already very low inventory for single family homes here in Rhode Island dropped down to historic lows. We were down to only 600 or so single family homes on the market in all 39 municipalities. Now, when you think about that, and there's markets like Warwick, Rhode Island, which have historically had anywhere from three to 600 homes in just that area, that's intense, right? Because this encompasses all of Rhode Island. So 600 homes, inventory low, real estate prices soared because you know what happened. Mortgage rates dropped. Everybody was jumping in, getting bigger homes because, you know, it just is what it is. It was just one of those weird anomalies that happened that no one expected. Now let's fast forward a year plus later and now inventory has doubled to still very historic lows, but the inventory has doubled. The amount of buyers out there seems to have decreased over the past couple of weeks. Everybody was getting ready to get back into school. This is a seasonality thing. But what I can tell you is this, is that the market is a lot less competitive than it was. And this is the conversation that sellers never, ever want to hear, Matt, ever. You're going in and if you price, and I can give you examples of this. We've priced properties recently where I suggested to my clients that they price it a couple percent under where they thought they were going to get. They didn't take my advice. And this happens. It's human instincts. I get it. Didn't take my advice. We lost out on some great traffic, some great offers. Home has been sitting now for 20 days. We have to take it off the market, relist it at where I said to relist it. But now it's the second time around. So this splash is nowhere near going to be as powerful as the first splash. And they just minimize, minimize themselves to getting 
fantastic offers. Do I think we're still going to get them optimal results? Yes, but the results would have been so much better had they would have taken the professional advice from the get-go. But again, human instinct. Now, where this is a good thing, though, is when you are listing your property and when you're taking the advice of the people with the boots on the ground and listing the property. And by the way, not all the boots are equal, bro. You got you got real estate agents out there that are doing one deal per year. Don't hire them. Okay. Do not. I. You know what? I don't care if people get mad. Don't hire them. I wouldn't go into court with an attorney that has zero experience or no experience unless they have someone who is like an industry leader behind them, coaching them different story. Okay. But anyway, so when you're hiring somebody, make sure they do a lot of deals, make sure they know the market very well, make sure that they're giving you the right information because pricing is half the battle. So when you're selling your home at optimum results, you're also buying with more inventory on the market. So you have more to look at. So it's an easier transition. There's not so much waiting in between. So that's why it's a good thing for the people that are buying and selling congruently. Now, if you are a renter and you're jumping in as a first time home buyer or you used to own a home and you haven't owned a home in the last three years and you've been renting, you're still considered a first time home buyer, by the way. You're jumping into the market. Boom. You you can attack. OK, because you don't have a home to sell. You've got one less contingency that a lot of people have. And that just leaves you in a much more powerful position to be able to close. So when you're working with a company like Movement Mortgage, okay, and they do upfront underwriting, they get all of your underwriting done upfront. Now you can close as fast as 14 days in some some situations, right, Matt? I I try to uh, when I go over the whole, uh, you know, uh, how the loan looks, how to stay competitive. These are all the things that I that I, I've learned from you through your market experience and us going back and forth on a daily basis about different uh, offers. Is how do you shout, mm-hmm. make your offer shout louder, shine brighter, stand taller than the rest of them? And what you're saying is exactly right. Is when you have less contingencies or the contingencies aren't as vague or like for instance, um, if you if you do have a house to sell and you put an offer in. And the house, the house that you're selling is already under contract versus somebody that has a house to sell, but it's not on the market yet. That that house to sell contingency just changed dramatically from from uh, if it's already under contract, it's not that big as as big of a deal as I still have a house to sell. It's not on the market. It's not priced right. Um, still have a lot of work to do there. So right. if I got two offers, they're both selling a house, depending on where they're at with that sale process will change what that contingency means. So, you know, it's really how do we stay ex- extremely competitive and, um, and 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 have the ability to change gears if we need to. Sometimes people don't go in a full aggressiveness and, and cut out contingencies and inspections. And, um, you know, they, they just start out with the basics and that's fine. But you do want to have the ability to switch a gear if you find something that's really beautiful and it's perfect for you guys you're going to want to get a want to retain the ability to get aggressive and these yeah. are this is how you get aggressive it's like it's, it's doing you know getting as prepared as possible doing the right steps making sure that you're hiring an agent that does multiple transactions at the same time 
and has the systems in place to be able to handle that. Because if not, you're going to be, you know, you're going to be keep blowing from house to house to house and it's going to turn like a circus. (laughs) Absolutely. But there's something that's been happening over the past couple of weeks here, Matt. And I don't even think that it came across your desk yet because think about this, right? Like we're out here placing the offers. You're just, I guarantee you, dude, today, tomorrow, next couple of days, you in the mortgage end are going to be seeing and feeling this effect. What we see happening right now is that buyers are going up against fewer buyers and they can actually get the homes that they wanted. um, Whereas they would have been going up against say five or 10 people, they may be going up against one or zero or two or three people. So fewer buyers out there right now, people are distracted with the back to school. Do my kids wear a mask? Do they not wear a mask? Do they do this? Do they do that? Do they, uh, you know, whatever it is, right? They're distracted. They got a lot going on. They want to get back into their, into their method, into their flow. So those renters out there or those people that don't have kids or, you know, that don't have to deal with all that stuff are really going in and cleaning up house. And I want to warn the potential sellers out there that we're waiting for that right moment. I think that ship has sailed. I think the time where if you were to list your home, okay, and get, top, 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 top dollar without doing any repairs and really, you know, uh, just kind of like having the complete leverage in the transaction, that ship has sailed, guys. That was May. That was June. Maybe even July. You may be lucky if you did it in August, but I got to tell you, sellers are not getting those same exact things happening in as many cases. Okay. It doesn't mean you won't, but it just means you got to look at things from a different lens, from the current market. We can't be looking at the market two or three months ago. Matt, that's the hardest pill for clients to swallow. But, you know, it's one of those things. It's like, okay, so you can do what we used to do and you're going to get worse results or you can beat the market and do what we're suggesting you do. Take our professional advice because we've been here before. We know the ups and downs of the market, right? Well, another thing is that's like similar to me. I said somebody calls me to do a refinance or to purchase a new home, and I tell them what the rate is. And right now, the the rates are roughly for government FHA VA loans. They're in the uh, mid to high twos. Amazing. Um, yeah, two point seven five, uh, generally speaking. And then conventional loans are in the uh, high twos, like two point nine nine, three percent, three point one two five, three and a quarter, depending on uh, FICO score and down payment and things like that. So um, I'm, I'm going over these rates with people and they're like, well, my mom got two and a half last year. What happened to that? And I'm like, that was last year. That's been a whole yeah. couple of months. That changes every day. Sorry. Um, unfortunately, I wish I could, but I can't. You know, that ship has sailed um, yeah. at the moment and we're still in a really great place. It's still not a bad rate. It's still under three. Fantastic. Yeah, it's still fantastic. It's just you can't really talk about what's happened the last over the last couple of years and months because it's it's, it's all right past. It's, it's right now. Like, how do you we make it good be, right now? You got to be in the market right now. And when you're listing a home, you have to be able to forecast and anticipate what's going to happen now without a doubt. I do believe with these these newer lower rates because we were at three point two five three point five for a little while not too long ago, right? In the heat of the market, the rates have come down. There's fewer buyers, but you're going to see more buyers starting to jump in. You get we're getting a lot of calls for people to list their home. They want to sell. They want to buy at the same time. So I am not at all saying that the market is going to slow down to a point like where it's a buyer's market. No, this is a strong strong seller's market. 
It's still a strong seller's market, but your expectations have to be set to today's market, not to what it was type of market. So, you know, to leave you with this, I see more homes on the market. I see us hitting probably around 1,500 single family homes on the market, which will be the highest it's been in roughly two years here in Rhode Island. And I see that happening by mid-fall. And I see days on market increasing to probably about 30 days or so versus the three days or the 14 days. So don't panic if your home takes a little longer to sell right now. It is what it is. Make sure you're pricing your property correctly. Make sure that your home is marketed correctly and you're going to do very, very well. Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage. Thanks for being here with us talking more, uh, talk, talking mortgage, talking housing market. Good stuff, rimortgageguy.com. Check them out, get pre-approved, get refinanced, or just talk shop with them. Great guy, rimortgageguy.com. Thank you so much, Matt. You got it, guys. Uh, Thanks for having me, and uh, see you again hopefully next week. Awesome, brother. Uh, Thanks again for listening. This is the Despirito Team Real Estate Show powered by Matt Bates at Movement Mortgage. We'll be back in a few moments. Now back to the Despirito Team Real Estate Show on News Radio 920 and 1047 FM. Also available as a podcast on iHeartRadio. All righty, you know what that means, folks. That means we have Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com here talking about the top five events happening here in Rhode Island. If you haven't checked out that website, check it out, riblogger.com. Jen, welcome back. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. We have a good mix of things um, this week. Sunday, September 19th, is the Harvest Festival at Rhodes on the Pawtucket. Um, it's from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. The festival features vendors, crafters, um, penny socials, raffles, dancing, live music, and tons of kids' activities. Um, and you'll get to celebrate fall with the Artists Exchange. Mm-hmm. And there's live music from the Country Wild Band. So it's a great day um, just to get out, celebrate fall, and it's family-friendly, so plenty for everybody. This sounds really interesting. This goes all the way through September, well, weekends in September, which there are not that many left, but um, you can head to Garden City Center every weekend in September, and maybe they'll continue it into October. I'm not sure. Um, For Beer Garden City, um, join Garden City Center and a VO restaurant for a summer send-off. The event will be outside at the Garden City Gazebo, and it'll feature a rotating lineup of local breweries um, and then bites from a VO restaurant It'll be family and dog friendly. Love it. With live music. Um, and it's Fridays 4 to 8, Saturdays 1 to 8, and Sundays 1 to 7. The next up is Newport Craft. And then after that, I believe it's Whalers. So I think there's only two weekends left in September. Mm-hmm. Um, Pause in the Park is Saturday, September 18th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Rosalie Risa Park in, in Riverside. And it supports the Rhode Island SPCA. It's their annual dog walk games activities my dogs are not well behaved for these things so i always want to go yeah i'm not welcome they're not welcomed at any of those events yeah mine aren't either but i always like daydream about having that dog that i can bring (laughs) yeah um so there's vendors there's food and there's people food and pup treats um and the theme this year is superheroes and there's also a costume contest for your dog so if you have that well-behaved dog you can go there Saturday, September 18th is the Providence Street St. Patrick's Day Parade, 
at the halfway mark of St. Patrick's Day, and it's um, rescheduled from 2021. So um, if you were looking forward to the parades, a lot of them, I believe most of them were canceled. It starts at noon at Smith Street and Hilltop, and the parade will proceed eastwards on Smith Street and end at uh, the Rhode Island State House. So you can celebrate awesome. St. Patrick's Day early. And last but not least, the entire weekend, the sixth annual Gansett Days takes place from September 17th, 18th, and 19th. Um, there'll be music from the Beaver Brown Band and Room Full of Blues. There'll also be paddleboarding, touch a truck, um, oyster demos, South County Museum will be open, their print shop will be open, they'll be clamming for kids, um, all kinds of different things. So you can follow the link to the website because there's stuff all weekend long. And again, that's the 16th, uh, sorry, 17th, 18th, and 19th. Awesome. All Wonderful stuff. Check it all out at riblogger.com. Jennifer, thank you very much. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Have a great week. Mm -hmm. I will. You too. Awesome. I'd like to thank Matt Bates with Movement Mortgage, John LaPointe with LaPointe Insurance, Jennifer Jaber with riblogger.com, Melissa Delena of Delena Law, and most importantly, you, our listeners, for keeping this show going. Thank you very, very much. Check us out, facebook.com backslash Desperado team, and give us a call on our off-air number anytime. We'll go ahead and answer all of your questions, 401-217-2333. I'm Emilio Desperado. This is the Desperado Team Real Estate Show. Thank you. God bless you. We'll see you next week. Take care.